Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's biggest fakeout, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Null, chapters 9.5 and 9.6. Again, before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know what the nightmare market is and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. All right. Um, I guess in that, Malia, did you listen to me and Mom's episode? I did. <laughs> how close do you think she got, or how good do you think she did? She seemed to like actually kind of get stuff that was going on. I really liked her like or in the drains in the shower theory. <laughs> Um, I, I tried to tell together. her what <laughs> I tried to tell her what actually happened. And she was <laughs> like, like, "No, no." <laughs> She's like, "I reject your silly theory, and I'm sticking with my own <laughs> knowledge of past events." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's fun. It was pretty fun to record. Um, I'm sorry you got sick. Me too. And I hope that you're starting to feel I'm mostly fine. better, at least. So mostly, right? Mostly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sucks but starting to improve so perfect this is great because i already did all my summarizations i don't have to do any of them again so what what in terms of writing i'll still read them again um (laughs) so uh the chapter summary um for this episode and realizing that he's another blake goes back to the witch to talk about what happened afterward he's given a vision of rose seeing her parents Blake is given various other visions as the dreams start to wear on him. Blake finds Ur being held off by a forgotten god. Blake is able to push through and gets back to the factory. Blake is able to hold his own against Ur by using the sunlight, basically. And Blake realizes he needs to create in order to go against Ur. So he starts creating a warding diagram using his and Rose's story. Ur just try to sort of, sorry. Ur tries to drop the roof on him, but he manages to escape. He returns to his apartment and then goes to Rose's house. He finds he's stuck behind the mirror. What did you think of these chapters? Uh, they were good and sad. <laughs> yeah. Good and sad. Good and sad. Um, yeah, the plot's progressing and coming increasingly worried about everyone. It's nice that Blake's officially back. Um, yeah. Woo! Me. Blake is back. <laughs> All right, so Blake returns to the witch to talk about what happened. She gives him some information about the tarot cards um, that were drawn for him and Rose. And she also gives him information about a possible escape route and reminds him that he needs to hold on to his humanity. Yeah, so I thought it was kind of interesting and good that Blake's able to take comfort <clears throat> from the fact that his past wasn't real. Um, I feel like... <sighs> I mean, Rose is just like lying or whatever, right? But I feel like Rose was a lot more upset about her existence not having happened. Whereas Blake is like, wait, like <laughs> none of that awful shit happened. Fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is awesome and freeing. And I mean, he's obviously not completely like fine with everything, but it's nice that in this moment he's like, oh, cool. Like that shit didn't happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then his tattoo has like grown um 
the the thing I don't understand the most about this tattoo is that it makes noises <laughs> when he moves. Like the branches like cracked audibly and I don't get that. Um Okay, so is he just tattooed or like No. <laughs> the tattoos are like the spirits that are binding him up and keeping him a thing. Okay. But he looks pretty normal except he just has crazy tattoos. And his eyes fucked up and his hand has a crack in it and he some of the tattoos are more like 3D. <laughs> okay. Right? Mhm. Am I understanding this wrong? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean <clears throat> Yeah, I guess he could. I don't know if he's just literally like tree man. <laughs> tree man. Uh he talked about tattoos a lot. Mhm. And growing. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. They're pretty wild. But I mean, what do you mean by 3D, I guess? Well, he was like, some of the ones, I don't remember where his his hand or something that had been like hurt and fixed a lot were like gaining the texture of trees more than his skin. Okay. <laughs> I hate that. Like, it's like, I finally kind of get what the tattoos are, but I still don't, apparently. Um, the the birds are kind of creepy. Like I think I really like them and they're really cute, but they're also creepy. I think that I imagine mm-hmm. them with like really like comically large eyes, which is part of the problem. Like it's very obvious what mm. they're staring at, and that's not really what birds look like. Um, yeah. But I just picture them with these very like almost googly eyes, just like looking. <laughs> googly eyes. You think that Blake did that awesome <laughs> tattoo and put fucking googly eyes on the birds? Well, just just now they have like very <laughs> like circle what? eyes what? with like black dot in the center, so and they're just normal. staring at him. And then they looked normal before with the tattoo, yeah. and for some reason, like this weird ass goof spirit went in and was like, "I'm gonna make him have googly eyes," and went in and fucked up all the birds' eyes so that they're like, yeah, like staring. Mm. <laughs> Google. So Googly when he staring. moves his arm around, do the uh, like googly eyes act like googly eyes? Like Google? No, they don't because they're the birds realize. <laughs> so they look like real birds and real branches. <laughs> Everything's realistic except for the fucking googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds creepy as fuck. Because you just see these like eyes from behind the branches and stuff. And they're just like watching and silent. And like, are they are they <laughs> friends with Blake? Can someone make some fan art of like like the, the you know the real the realism super realistic like or like need some cool, yeah, like watercolor eyes. Yeah, just like cool watercolor tattoo with branches and realistic looking birds that have fucking googly eyes. I just <laughs> all right, Malia. Um, well, wait, I mean, so these birds, yeah, they, I was like, oh, they're like friends, they're like helping, but maybe they're not helping. I mean, they're helping, but like for now or something, like one of the birds is like looking over at the witch's house and he like pulls his sleeve over it. And I was like, that's rude. Like, it just, it's checking stuff out. Like, what's wrong with the bird? Um, I mean, it's being nosy. I don't know. It just, I don't know. What if, okay, well, like, like on one you know, hand, like you said that game? they're really creepy fucking looking because they have these googly eyes. And then you're, on the other hand, you're like, why doesn't Blake trust the creepy googly eye bird? Yeah, well, 
if I mean Tashlet's really creepy looking and she's cool. Yeah. Um and but like what what if these birds are like in video games? I'm trying to remember exactly what there's some game where like you can turn around and look at your character and it'll like look in the direction of the thing that you're missing. It might be like Zelda or something that Link will like look toward the thing that you can't fucking figure out as a hint. <clears throat> and I feel like these birds are mm. like that. These birds are gonna check out shit and you should mm. let them do it. <laughs> are they gonna be like like the what is it called? I don't remember its name. Just because you said Zelda, that little like fairy thing. Navi? That, yeah. Uh, you like Navi. Hey, listen. Hey. Hey, listen. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> One thing I have to say about mom's episode, Malia, is she was like, she did not have any like qualms or issues with making bold and specific predictions. So like. That, <laughs> what do you mean that's... are they going to be like Navi? Like, uh, I don't know. Point? I'm not saying that that has to be a prediction. I'm just saying that. uh you know, I just it just reminded me. Um, <clears throat> you're gonna have to be a little bit more bold, <laughs> a little more bold with these predictions. Okay. <laughs> Mom set the bar. She set it high. She always does. She does. Um. So they go to the witch's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everyone. Okay, don't die. Um. The I am the one. I'm thinking back. That's usually like sick and dying. And you, I don't think you've had, like, an episode where you were, like, coughing the whole time. What does that say about my immune system? It says that you have been in law school and studying this whole time and your stress level is up. And that's not, that, that that's not as good for your immune system anyway. Okay. Chronic stress is really bad for your immune system and just for your body in general. Um, which uh, is unfortunate for most people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why they're really like rich and like the really rich people like look so young and healthy and stuff <laughs> besides being able to afford it to exercise and eat right and do all that stuff. They, I mean, I'm not saying their lives aren't stressful at all, but they have a lot less stress and mm-hmm. overall, generally speaking. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they go see the witch and she is cool. And Blake's like, I have the gift of knowledge. And so he just like tells her everything. And he's like, oh, you knew that I was like an other or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I kind of thought so. And then we do the tarot thing. And so first off, like, on the one hand, my bad. I misremembered that it's not that Rose was the high priestess. It's that Rose or Blake's left hand was the high priestess or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means Rose can't get the high priestess in our card, pale packed tarot deck. And That's she's right. obviously going to get the fucking chariot. <laughs> she got um, the chariot and the hanged man right yeah but she's she's gonna get the chariot in the back because <laughs> okay. snowdrop is still gonna get the hangman, and then Her- avery needs something else right so maybe avery's gonna be like the sun um i like that a lot that makes sense um, actually yeah although the page of suns also probably makes sense there so i don't know yeah it, that sure that sure is true um we don't know what the i mean i guess we would we could keep the Oh no! Yeah, we want we want the four suits to maybe be the four judges or something, because um, there's pages, and I don't know if we could stick a page into like the page of pentacles or something, making the page of suns. Anyway, yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let's let's move on. <laughs> I don't I don't remember all of this just like discussion on the tarot cards. Anyway, so uh, let's talk about what is in the story. <laughs> so yes, um, so the witch talks about 
you know, the uh, talks with Blake about the cards that they drew. Um, and uh, you're gonna have to remind me about which hand, basically. But uh, Blake has the high priestess and the fool, Rose has mm-hmm. the chariot and the hangman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the right hand, left hand thing was really kind of fun. I mean, it was cool when it was first introduced, and then it's nice seeing. Um, sorry, my throat. It's nice seeing it used here with, or like explained kind of, um, as to what it might mean. Um, so the right hand is, for most people, it's your active hand. It's how you like interact with the world, how you present yourself. Um, it's being, it's fixed in the present. Um, but when things are overwhelming and you need both hands, your left hand will come in, right? So if you're like stressed out, um whatever but also when your hands are working together like that's when you're strongest um and like that's not what i thought of i thought about the whole like sinister left hand thing and so i like that it's not it's like using your hands um and Mm -hmm. so you know blake is the fool um blake is the zero card blake is the he's like not real quote unquote um and he's charging off into the you know oblivion kind of a thing um sure and when he's stressed his intuition is what helps him um get through shit um and there's this like hint in the background about like maybe if he's not under stress that like maybe his intuition could be bad um but we haven't seen that yet because blake was created to just go so um not clear um so rose (laughs) sorry Mm. Okay, I thought that the hanged man interpretation here was really interesting because usually I see it in terms of sacrifice. Um, but the idea of like patience and waiting to act is really interesting, and I think that also you know makes sense. Um, suspension, just you know waiting. Um, but also being stuck is like very much what Rose's situation was. Um, and it's important that we didn't get this read. I mean, I guess you know the. Rose was created to replace Blake. Theory still fits with this very much, um, but it feels more significant knowing that it was the opposite, that Blake was created to, like, give Rose more time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the chariot, like, if I was fucking Elliot, I would probably pull so much out of this (laughs) because uh, the whole deep impact is fun and wild. Um, But... (laughs) I don't, it's like, this sounds bad, and I can't quite put the pieces together, right? So, like, the chariot is about victory, the chariot is about control, the chariot is about overcoming obstacles. Um, And so, when Rose is stressed or something, she, uh, that comes into play more. I mean, I think that now the hanged man might not even apply to Rose. I wonder if you did a reading of her now, if the chariot would even be like her right hand or something. Um, mm-hmm. Because she's no longer stuck. Um, okay. But she's just the fact that like Rose has been infected or whatever by conquest radi- radiation. Um, mm. And she's, you know, her card is conquest being pulled by two sphinxes, which like Isadora, like what? Like I feel like there's something here and I don't know what it is. Hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Then they talk about like possible escape routes. Yeah. I, that part was confusing because she was just sort of like, I saw some images and then I didn't want to. 
And then, I mean, it helps Blake because he's like, oh, I'll go back to where I saw visions and whatever. But yeah, it felt kind of confusing. And then she's like, well, I should ask for a gift because of the whole not wanting to owe people things. And he gives the sweatshirt, but then she gives it back, which is really sweet. Um, And is like, you know, do what you can to hold on to your humanity. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, that was pretty great. (coughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, And then she's like, wait, are you right-handed? And he's like, no. Or he's like, yes, I'm right-handed. And she's like, well, is Rose right-handed? And he's like, yeah, Rose is right-handed. But like something, something mirrors something, something that's weird. Yeah. Um, So that's pretty interesting, I guess. What do you think (laughs) about that? I don't know. It feels like one of those things that's real significant and I can't quite can't figure quite it out. out. And I might just blame it on the COVID, but sure. I can't I can't get there. Um, Rona does there is that there is fog. You have brain yeah. fog with that. Yeah, like something about I mean, I didn't I was like I mean, I guess if they cut Rose's reflection off and then fucked with it, um, it should be yeah, her like reflection or whatever, and so she should it should use its left hand to do things or whatever. And like, that's Blake. But like, I just didn't hmm. take it that literally or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um. Well, then uh, after he leaves, um, Blake is given a vision of Rose um, meeting their parents and baby sister. Yeah. Um. This was nice. And Rose is like, you know, a damaged, heartless person. Um. But. I, I thought it was the whole like you need to sign a statement that you won't take any money from the profits or sale of the property and you need to apologize to me or whatever like was kind of great. Um like I'd be very suspicious if I was her too. Um but I, I love that moment where, you know, mom is like, here, just hold Ivy. Like here, just take your baby here. Yeah. <laughs> um and that like really helps fix things. Um sh- Ivy like like the you know, the mom is like help us not make the same mistakes with ivy like you can you know like this is still your sister and like we want you to have a good relationship with her or whatever Mm -hmm. and rose is like maybe and then she the mom hugs both of them and that was really sweet um Mm -hmm. i yeah i mean in general found this to be like nice and hopeful but rose's face during it is like plotting or whatever and that sounds bad (laughs) um I mean, she's probably pretty suspicious. Right. Like, yeah. I hope this is just like a nice thing because it seems nice and like something that Rose could use in her sure. life. It's probably true. Okay. Um, then he starts to have other visions um, that start to wear on him, um, especially the one with his friends. Um, <laughs> so the one I hated the most was the first one. Um, the astrologer stared at the burning building, tears streaming down her face. Like, that was fucking devastating and i hate my sisters and it was so awful and i'm so upset um yeah i think it's interesting that they like you know i'm not sure if we're coming back to toronto or if we're coming back to or like what will be drawn into the ending of this story um Mm -hmm. because it feels like we're getting ready for the final stage um okay and if this is the last we see of Diana, that's going to be like so sad and awful. But yeah, I hate it. Well, we'll just have to see. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's one about 
fell and his niece and that one's also sad and then um he realizes he might never get to ride his motorcycle um and that's really sad (laughs) uh then i guess like oh and then he he has one where he sees carl and it's like carl's real like what um Mm -hmm. i don't know what to do with that um and i mean i guess alexis is real but yeah i don't know uh, and then we get like, yeah, this big one followed by a couple little ones. So Mags is there and she knocks on the door and she delivers three like declarations of war against the three underlings of Rose, um, mm-hmm. which is stressful and awful and bad. Um, they also are like, Rose is sleeping because she was up all night. Something about a barber. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> sh- God- why do you need to be the lord of this town? Why don't you just let this go? Because <laughs> she's been she's corrupted. Rose. And she's Rose. Um, Who's she been? So you think the corruption is from Conquest? Gotcha. Or like, not entirely, but it accentuated things. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then Evan has been kept alive through quote unquote transfusions. Whatever that means. Um, Tiff's also hurt. Um, we see her with her like nose bleeding and she looks like she's dying um and i don't know if that's like a stress thing or a she got into a fight or what that was um but that was stressful um yeah and then there's this part that's sort of funny or i thought was funny because alexis is like i'm gonna go smoke and he's like ty's like you can't do it in the house if you burn this place down and she's like i'm not going outside because they're gonna kill us or whatever and she walks off um and the 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 ending of the thought, if you burn this place down, was probably like, we will have nowhere to go. Um, but I wanted it to be the demon under the house will get out. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, although if she didn't tell them about the bar- Barbatorum, Rose probably didn't tell them about the demon under the house. So, yeah. Um, I thought it was sweet that Ty called her real mags. Um, but yeah, they just look awful. And I'm kind of like, you should just leave. Like, I get that Alexis, like, trusts Rose or whatever. But, like, Ty and Tiffany, just leave. Like, yeah. just go away. Why are you here? Uh, well, maybe they trust uh, Alexis. Alexis. So yeah. So like, well. Uh, it just sucks. Um, it does. Oh, also, I realized the other day when I was listening to some Deep Impact or something, I don't remember, um, that Green Eyes... I think is the girlfriend of Nick's son who like disappears or whatever, because she loses all of her connections because her family die gets eaten by or, or whatever. Like she doesn't have enough tethering her to the world. And mm. so I wanted to put that prediction in the podcast officially, uh, that we might never know. That's what that's I a think. Pretty good prediction. We could have waited till the end for the bold and specific prediction, but that's all right. You're just gonna have to come up with another bold and specific <laughs> prediction. <laughs> well, I already made this one in the discord. So Oh, that's right. I forgot that you did. All right. Well, I like it. Thank you. It's juicy. All right. So um, then Blake is trying to find his way and he arrives to see Ur basically battling um, with the forgotten god or the gods basically stopping Ur from getting any further. Um, Blake decides to leap into Ur because fuck it. Um, (laughs) Briefly praying to the god. And he just <laughs> happens to find that hyena and he climbs back through the fucking hole into the factory. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> Never seen his luck so good before. 
um this is wild um the finding the hyena was sort of funny and like kind of great um i liked the whole like sunshine god thing um like fighting and helping blake out um because he like worships it and stuff um yeah um i just i don't know why i didn't expect this but or being there was a surprise to me and Mm -hmm. this being how he gets out was kind of a surprise um it just there being like a literal hole was not what i thought was there but it's i guess (laughs) it's not i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't get it it's fine Uh, (laughs) it sound like you're in pain i wasn't like really dying um but it's okay because yeah i also my sections of notes for the next bit like i don't have a lot to say because it's just like action which is fun to read but like i find the outcomes to be important and i mean like they'll talk about the diagram and stuff but like a lot of this is just like yeah it was cool and oh it was harrowing and then he did it um and so yeah but it was i don't know just like yeah, he's back for round three. Blake v. Orr. Pretty solid. It's pretty solid. So um, Blake stands off against Ur, um, using the crisscrossing lights, um, rays of light, um, to defend himself. He creates a diagram using his and Rose's story and his super great art skills uh, against Ur. Ur starts trying to drop the roof on him, so Blake rushes through the exit and manages to break through the windows. Yeah, I think my biggest disappointment with this fight was that I don't think we saw the moats. At least I don't remember seeing the little babies. I thought we would. Um, but yeah, it's interesting having been in Orr's head a little bit, like seeing the the way they're developing strategy and you know like deciding to break the roof and like you know yeah it must be really desperate to do that because that's letting more light in and i guess maybe there's still enough darkness to um live in um Mm. if he you know does that fast enough but just yeah the the desperation the i liked the jumping through the reflective surface of the hyena um to try to get blake and blake just you know the trial and error of both of these uh beings fighting each other is fun um yeah as or tries something and then blake tries something and learns about the light reflecting off of the hyena and how that helps and oh fuck if this side you know reflects on me then or can get me and so just yeah um I yeah still don't quite understand how he manages to get out. He just sort of like is a mad dash and gets out. But yeah, it was exciting. It was exciting um, still. Yeah, I really like the the story of himself and Rose, and it's sad and interesting seeing the differences. You know, like my parents don't care about me. Roses do, but I had Paige and Molly, and Rose didn't, and just sort of like the little details. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting how that was enough to really fuck up Orr's whole deal. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, him jumping out and being like, I've won, I've won. Like, I know how to beat you. I'm going to tell everyone else how to beat you. It's kind of great and leaves me wondering like, okay, so are we going to see Orr again? Because um, this was, yeah, like round three, Blake has decided that he decisively wins and like i could see wild Bo being like yep and he was right and 
other people will deal with it or whatever or he'll come back at the very end or something um Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm not sure i know what what like what if we never see or again after this in the story um unless it's clear that blake doesn't tell anyone about how to defeat it and stuff um Mm -hmm. i think i would assume that people like the knights someone like that manages to go out and deal with it um or that it's still there and that's still trying to yeah. Pale three. Yeah. Or packed three. <coughs> packed. Th- yeah. Well. Ooh, spooky. Well, um, Blake goes back to his old apartment and washes up in the sink and he says goodbye to his old life. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was trying to figure out when Blake entered the mirror world. And I think like getting crawling up out of the drains somehow or like that. Or something because it doesn't seem like he was in mirrors in the drains separated from everyone but here it's like dark still silent toronto um and stuff but the first time i read it it didn't occur to me to think about it all so i also was confused as to why blake didn't just take a fucking shower um (laughs) but it also is weird that he doesn't see anyone else and he just sort of shows up at the house um yeah like they're were little clues and signs um yeah and i just didn't get it which is funny um because the way he phrases it was without stopping to take an actual shower and that made me feel like he didn't have time but he totally i mean i don't know i think he had time he had 15 minutes like yeah i don't know (laughs) i feel like he probably had time if he could have gotten to the shower yeah but i mean it's hard when you like are scared of getting sucked down the drain (laughs) <laughs> it's fair it's, that's fair yeah, it's treacherous in there it's pretty treacherous it's rough it's rough going <laughs> um so uh, yeah um so you went there washed up as best you could and then went down to uh the garage yeah the bike ah, the bike is gone um that was sad um yeah the he says earlier in the chapter like or maybe I don't remember, like bikes, his bike was rad and humanity is meh kind of a thing Mm -hmm. Um, that like this loss of this thing that he had worked so hard for was really hard. And it's interesting because like he didn't actually like that was all those were all memories that weren't real, Um, but it still was his bike and it still mattered. Um, Mm -hmm. And feeling like this is like a sacrifice to the universe and a test about his future or something is not being able to ride the bike and being worried about the drains being able to pull him back which is freaky um yeah yeah that's scary i kind of feel like they i mean they could if he loses more connections and shit but i don't think it's like this is the last test i I don't really agree but it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's a scary thought it's a scary thought um so he shows up um to rose and his friends discussing using the barber um and he makes himself known to them and is pretty like struck by the fact that they see him as a threat um and he finds himself stuck behind the mirror (laughs) um i'm glad rose tells them that barbatorum's a demon (laughs) yeah but like fuck (laughs) uh and it sucks because rose is like we can control it and do you trust me? And Alexis is like, yep, but I don't know why. And I'm like, wow, I hate this. 
<laughs> Maybe you should question that more. Um, and then and then Rose casually refers to the house spirit, which like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> They're like, something's here. The house spirit is telling me. And I'm like, what the fuck is the house spirit? <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's a new addition or what. And the whole is it someone or something or something or someone. And she says something. And I was like, wow, rude. <laughs> like, but I guess she doesn't remember she was another and has no sympathy for them at all. Um, Probably not. Yeah. Fucking Rose. And Evan, like, kind of jumps up toward him, which was so cute. And I'm sad. And this is sad. And I'm sad. Yeah, like, Evan's the only one that no. cares. <laughs> isn't scared of Blake. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the, like, googly eyes are pretty freaky. <laughs> <laughs> is this gonna be like how mom and i talked about like dem- demonic haircuts like <coughs> i don't know I've, as ridiculous as that was I, I feel like the googly eyes thing just seems uh yeah i just can't quite like not picture like birds with like I mean, huge fucking eyes really funny to me. very circular like staring it does seem really creepy right but- <laughs> It does. <laughs> like, I think the pupils or whatever would be a little bit smaller than a googly eye, if that makes it creepier. That definitely makes it creepier. Yeah, like that. Big eyeballs <laughs> and small, teeny little pupils. Just staring. Yeah, that's definitely creepier. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, um. Yeah. So, uh, how does... Uh, it's time for our pale in comparison section. Um, <laughs> try to think on what to... Did anyone get sucked down the drain? Uh, <laughs> we could talk about the tarot cards, like tarot cards, tarot cards, Blech. the cards. We could talk about the fucking cards. <laughs> How? I don't know. But like, the, <laughs> weren't they into that for like fail? Didn't they, didn't Nicolette use some of those? Oh, for figuring out. Yeah. She might use some for augury stuff or for item identification stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. um yeah, there's also the power of art saving Blake, which feels like a Verona. That's true. I think that's kind of cool. You talk about how, like, how quick do you think Verona would have figured that out? In comparison. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not like the Kenneteers are like next level. Of course. Brilliance. So I didn't say it was fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, and as an artiste or whatever, I think Verona would have thought of that fast, pretty fast. Um, yeah, it was interesting that mom was thought was trying to figure out which Kenneteer we were reading the perspective of and decided on <laughs> Verona. Um, I guess, yeah. you know, it is like darker and creepier. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, she And the funny thing is, too, she called me up before and was kind of, yeah, she was, she has, she was like, who's Null? <laughs> she thought that was, cause she's like, the, the name of the person's always at the top. And I was like, well, yeah, but there's still like a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny um but yeah i think verona would have probably um she'd probably be like a fantastic person to uh pick for for that like to see just mm-hmm. like i mean just a practitioner that focuses on art mm. i feel like that would be kind of interesting that'd and be really kinda, cool yeah verona i mean she does a lot of art but i don't think she quite like i mean i don't think that she quite counts as like an artist practitioner um right i mean she doesn't more. really like 
yeah use it like she draws diagrams but i can't think of her using it in a lot of other ways other ways yeah Yeah. i agree i think that would be cool um all right malia you gotta deliver big get ready okay i know (laughs) you've got stuff prepared i know it it's deep down okay you gotta get a bold and specific prediction going let's do it okay so next chapter is an interlude and um this feels like another willing into existence prediction um as opposed to like definitely 100% and i've already made this prediction before but i think <laughs> that this next interlude is going to be rose's backstory <laughs> it would be a great fucking time for it and um yeah okay um it's just like um do you think it'll be in rose's perspective or and uh do you think uh, like her whole backstory or just like something relatively recent or do you think you'll see like um her and like grandma rose or like yeah i think like well so okay so this would either probably be from rose's perspective or like ms lewis's perspective or something but the period of rose like becoming the heir and um heir is also not the right word there legally but it's fine um you only have heirs if you die without a will um and like blake being created and all that stuff like the four months for rose right and i mean it's i'm still here's another bold and specific prediction that like maybe doesn't it all make sense um perfect (laughs) i think molly never existed (laughs) okay all right i like it i'm trying to square the fact that molly or that that rose became the was declared heir in her timeline like the night of or whatever not molly but like she now knows that molly like has died and whatever um and so maybe molly was a fabrication in blake's memories and now i guess the memories of some of her um their relatives um i'm just yeah like i want to know what happened during those four months and i don't get it um i mean i yeah molly never talked right is what mag said like and maybe part of it is that she can't because of the weird mass illusion on everyone's memories including mag's and mag's has like made this echo exist that like wasn't ever really a thing or something um i'm really obsessed with molly Mm -hmm. and the demon under the house but yeah so so yeah yeah, so i think the next one will be rose's perspective or one of the lawyer's perspectives uh telling us about how barbatorum was used etc to create blake okay interesting yeah um or it'll be fucking like Johannes or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know that it, that fits with like the theme of this sh- this arc, but mm-hmm. yeah, at least not that you can see. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Last. So I also have another really wild prediction that is. Yes. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Here's another one that's like stupid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But what if Blake is Johannes? <laughs> what? I just can't get over the fact that Johannes has a fucked up eye and so does Blake. 
that I mean, obviously, that means they have to be the same person. <coughs> and like, that makes sense. Like, you like Johannes is time traveled or something. Because like, like, we don't know how he got the domain. And maybe it has something to do with time fuckery. He also is as an angel familiar, which is like the inverse of Rose. Um, True. Okay, how does Rose come into this and like uh okay like the last like two arcs is gonna be blake entering into some sort of time vortex and being like i am johannes (laughs) 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 and like that's why he knows to fill the the little kids with rats and dogs because he's filled with birds and sticks and I don't know how he's going to get the Pied Piper thing, but it'll be fine. Oh, damn, Aaliyah. I thought of another bold and specific prediction, <laughs> although it doesn't work as well when I make it. Uh-huh. But just, like, just think about it. It's filled with sticks. <laughs> um, That Blake's a fetch, or that that the dogs are going to eat Blake? <laughs> and play fetch with okay, Blake? Okay, think about that. If Blake's a fetch, what do dogs like to do? Fetch. Fetch. <laughs> So what if Blake's actually made to combat Johannes directly? Interesting. <laughs> like what's be- what is a better contrast for like an ange- uh, like an angelic dog than like a demon stick boy? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bait right there. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, I mean, I hate like I'm not going to spoil it, but like, you know, basically can just end the podcast now, you know. <laughs> figured it out uh, it's really good it's pretty good these are great predictions i should get Those covid are... more often yeah <laughs> uh, no, no not the covid more often but you should make <laughs> why you think your brain is just like Woo! yeah just how you're just like fuck it let's just like bam 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 <laughs> this is this is it this is this, this is gonna this hurt is my shit. percentage a lot who cares <laughs> who cares Malia? you're gonna be fine don't worry. No one uh, no one cares. They just want the entertainment value. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, even though it's not fair, I'm going to task Malia on coming up with the next discussion question. We could always skip one if we need to. Because um, I think in the beginning we were like, well, we'll occasionally do discussion questions. And we've done one almost every time. I think we've like maybe skipped one, one or twice. Um, but we're going to go over our really weird previous discussion question which if y'all don't remember um it was have you drunk your own urine and why um i've got to admit guys there were not as many answers as i expected because like <laughs> i felt like no would have been real easy and the fact that like not everybody just commented no makes me think that like a lot of our <laughs> listeners have got some pretty interesting interesting habits or things that they're hiding <laughs> I mean, you know what? You do you, you know, but just uh, make sure you're staying hydrated with regular water. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, probably not good for you, but you know what? Um, that's cool. Um, but for those who actually, I mean, we did have a couple people say no, which is kind of a relief if I'm going to be honest. Um, so <laughs> we're going to go over uh, our answers, um, starting with Tommy B, who just says no. <laughs> Um, my tallest doesn't actually answer the question for himself, but they say 
that they know a guy who thinks he might have accidentally caught a bit of backsplash while peeing, and that guy thought it tasted surprisingly good, but he was too scared to ever really try it to see. (laughs) And the mitolis doesn't really know how strong of a stream you'd need to have to have it bounce off the urinal and into your mouth so he doesn't or they don't really believe it but it's so weird and specific and unprompted that he's pretty or they're pretty sure that um the guy believes it so that's fun yeah i mean you'd if if you're diabetic you can have sugar like come out in your urine um so that's not good if he <laughs> has sweet pea, um, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, calling someone a sweet pea, I guess, has different, uh, has different connotations. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's so dumb. So stupid. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't taste like good, but it would probably taste sweet. Um, but yeah, so if you have sweet urine, um, you might want to go to the doctor because uh, that's a real bad fucking sign. Because holy shit, if you're, I mean, I don't know how high your blood sugar has to be for your urine to start tasting sweet, but like, I'm assuming pretty fucking high, and then you're probably going to go into like diabetic ketoacidosis, which that's like really fucking bad. Um, So yeah. go to the doctor. <laughs> go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Our next person says, Bor- is Borble, um, who said, no, absolutely not. But I once did taste my urine moistened toilet paper because I was curious what it tasted like. And never again. So congratulations, <laughs> Borble. You don't have that high blood sugar, at least. Uh, so you're either not diabetic or you're controlling your diabetes well. Um, I also think it's just so funny that they say absolutely not. But also I've tasted urine. <laughs> yeah. Like, absolutely <laughs> like, not. Willingly okay, tasted once. it. But I would absolutely not drink it. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Thank you for your honesty, because, like, I love this. Yeah, that was kind of, uh, that was a great answer. Thank you, Borble. <laughs> um, Belegtal says, no, because that's gross. So, and, yep, you're absolutely right. Um, Hobo Demon, which that's a great name. Um, I have not, but I would if my own warm pee were what I needed to use to melt snow at the summit of Mount Fuji to quench a powerful mountain climbing thirst that packing so light as to not include water would somehow not avoid. Which that is very specific. <laughs> only Mount yep. Fuji. Um, only the pee to melt the snow. Um, I, yeah. I mean, just drink, bring some water. <laughs> you know? Or bring bring like a pack of like a pack of matches or like a flint oh, and yeah. you know fire starter something like other than your urine because i'm yeah. i mean honestly it's, it's probably gonna i mean if it's that fucking cold up there your pee is probably gonna freeze anyway <laughs> so like uh yeah yeah but well. i like that answer <laughs> um and then last but not least Maisie one who says, normally they always try to make an effort to answer the discussion question whenever they're caught up on the podcast, but for this one, they're just going to plead the fifth, especially since my not-so-secret identity has leaked. So I have no idea cryptic, what you're talking about. That's a cryptic... Um, yeah, I mean, we don't know any of these people. Um, I feel like 
Deflection. I don't know what you're talking about, Macy one, but I mean, you could have just said no. You could have just said no. Yeah. I mean, plead the fifth. That's a pretty, that's pretty damning right there. You know, that's could have just said no. That definitely means like, yes, you drink your pee. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's you know fine. what? No judgments. You know, we don't know you guys. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> on that beautiful note, um, have you thought of a discussion question or should we just skip this week, Malia? I've thought of one and I'm not sure. Um, so based on the whole Blake is Johannes from the past future, whatever. Um, how, like, I guess, would real time travel be possible in the other verse and how would it work? Hmm. Like, I feel like maybe this will like get the smart people thinking. That's true. And speculating unless they just describe the exact way that Blake does it. <laughs> that's true. Because, I mean, hey, we got Chronomancers, right? And we know that that's sort of largely an illusion, but mm-hmm. they or can maybe also do the real do stuff, at least. Right. And so there's Chronomancers in this town where Blake and an angel dog and Johannes are like, <laughs> let's make this happen. <laughs> what do you think? Hey, sure, let's do it. Um, <laughs> this is terrible, but actually, I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not necessarily saying this is a discussion question. I'm just going to ask you this, Malia. Mm-hmm. Um, be- and I hate to say that it is related to urine, especially since we've been talking about we talked about we've been talking about urine too much. But it did make me think. I had a discussion with some coworkers because um, you know we work in you know in a hospital, and um, one of our procedures that we do is placing like um, neph tubes or like um, nephrostomy tubes, which basically like is a tube going into your kidney um, for to help drain urine. Um, uh, and, uh, somehow we just got on the topic of like, if you were going to be splashed with urine, would you rather it be warm or cold? <laughs> okay. And it, yeah, like, so I'm asking so, you, Malia, I want it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> wait, uh-huh. how much of a splash? Okay. That's are we fair. talking like, like SeaWorld? Are we talking like, like, no, not, not like, like what, drenched, just like what level of like priest on easter sunday is it like father terry with his like palm frond that would just like like fucking <laughs> what a weird fucking comparison people in the face or is it like like the ones before okay, with, you're like, gonna have to the ball on the stick. To people like are gonna just think like the we ball had on the stick that on was us. Just, like, <laughs> no, okay so for easter they throw holy water on everyone right um and so some of them <laughs> are like little <laughs> some of them are real stingy and have this like rod with the little ball on the end that they dip in the water and kind of fling and like maybe you get a drop like maybe right but then we had this one priest who would get this big wooden bowl um and he would get this like palm frond like not like a coconut palm but like just like very like a shit ton of leaves and yeah. he would just like whip it around he would he would bless the shit out of everyone <laughs> everyone in that congregation would be like so fucking blessed with holy water no one got awesome. stingy which is great because so many other times you're just waiting and like the priest will come by you know and like you're just like trying to see if you get a drop you know do you get any drop of holy water and you're like no they miss me dang it i didn't get the bless. i didn't get blessed but with that guy you knew you're gonna get it pretty great super blessed yeah Thanks for making that comparison to urine splashes, Malia. Thanks a lot. So, like, what level? What the fuck? Okay, I don't know if you've ever been splashed with fucking bodily fluids, Malia, but it's gonna be more than that. 
unfortunately. Than, yes. More than Father Terry? Yeah. <laughs> it's not on your face, but like it's think of it more like concentrated, like um okay. But <clears throat> here. We'll we'll set up the scenario so it's a little bit more like, you know. Okay. So okay. I'm thinking in terms of my uh from that procedure, um, as long as, you know, they didn't have a kidney infection, like coming out of that tube, it was sterile urine, at least. So it's sterile. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll say like a urine cup full, which is still really fucking a lot, but like mm-hmm. just like onto your like splash on your pant leg or something. Mm. My like, thought is that maybe the cold urine wouldn't smell as much, but also hmm. okay. Maybe hospitals are so air conditioned that maybe it would just be like cold and awful. Yeah. But now I, I mean yeah, we'll say cold. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want cold too. Because <laughs> like to me, if it's warm, it makes me feel like someone's like straight up like you don't pissed on my leg. Yeah. Like right then. <laughs> um I had someone say warm because it'd be more comfortable. Um <laughs> which I thought was hilarious and just wrong. Um, And then I had another coworker which said um, warm because they were thinking if it was cold, it would have time to grow bacteria in it, which I'm like, that's interesting. But in this scenario, I'm saying it was in a urine cup (laughs) from the nephrostomy and there was a lid on it. And so there wasn't additional, like it was a sterile environment until it got splashed. But (laughs) that's what I think. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like it's going to be gross regardless. Um, I can tell you, uh, cold urine and warm urine in terms of the smell, it's not much different. Oh, bummer. I know. Bummer. <laughs> Super bummer. Um, so I guess, yeah, if you guys want to answer that, that's fine. Um, if you want to just like stop talking about pee, that's cool too. I just <laughs> wanted to bring that up because I thought about it. <laughs> uh, so we're going to stick with how would time travel work? In the other verse, we're gonna stick with that one. Um, that sounds great. <laughs> any <laughs> any final thoughts, Malia? This arc has been wild, and I'm excited for the end, and so nervous. Do you think it's gonna keep picking up, or do you think it's gonna slow down a little bit, or what do you think? We can't slow down. We can't slow down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. And if you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash Wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans, where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapter 9.x. This week's fun fact. In 2007, Scotland spent 125,000 pounds devising a new national slogan, and the winning entry was Welcome to Scotland. national slogan like (laughs) it's like a tourism board thing like that's you know to the point but like what (laughs) i mean (sighs) do we have i mean do we have a national slogan isn't it like you know e pluribus unum or some shit i mean maybe it's like maybe it is i think it's probably mostly a uh 
Sorry, I'm just thinking Scotland. I think it mostly is like a tourism thing. Um, okay. In God We Trust is the official motto, but E Pluribus Unum is the de facto national mo- motto. Hmm. National travel slogan. <laughs> uh, all within your reach or something. Really? Maybe. Yeah. That's our tourism slogan. Let's look up Canada's. Keep exploring. I like that. Ooh, that's nice. That's kind of cool, actually. Good job, Canada. Um, and then just to keep our fellow podcasters, let's look up Australia. It's probably like try not to die. Oh no, it's not. But it's don't go small. Oh, that's fun. That sounds like Texas. (laughs) I mean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go small. This one. An- another one for Australia that says there's nothing like Australia. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking true. Which is pretty great. That is pretty great. <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. Well, have a good week, everybody. And uh, don't go small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm dying. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>